Welcome to a new episode of the Double Espresso Show. I'm Claudio Santori. And I'm Simone Bocelli. And today we will talk about questions and more specifically about asking questions and not just to other people, but also to yourself. Because we usually don't notice, but in everything we do, there's always a question behind it. And the quality of that question or all the questions that we're asking translate into the quality of what we do and the outcome. At the end, the quality of our actions is the quality of the question that we asked ourselves. So simply put it, if you have better questions, you will get better answers. Absolutely. So but first, thank you for your support, feedback, messages, all the WhatsApp, Twitter, and Instagram, and hugs and kisses, and people stopping us on the street. It happened to Simone, apparently. Yes, one guy was like, are you Simone? And I was like, uh, yeah, how do you know me? I listened to your podcast. <laughs> it was probably the best uh, 10 seconds of my life last week, last month. So thank you, stranger, for, for that. And now, let's start the episode. Let's start. Thank you to our sponsor, audibletrial.com slash double espresso. And thank to you who have been doing all the work by clicking on it. <laughs> and here's the deal. So you click on the link, which you can find in the notes, and you can get a free book. And we get a few dollars to cover the expenses for this podcast. And books are amazing. I listen to Audible books all the time. I'm going to talk about the book that I'm listening right now later on. Um, but for example, one book that I've listened recently is Ali the Greatest. And I just want to play you how it is to listen to a book. So this is Ali talking how much people were hating that the black guy was becoming so famous. Whereas Ali always knew what the outcome would be, he would move like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Now, therefore, I, Richard J. Daly, mayor of the city, do proclaim for this champion, clever and witty, Muhammad Ali, his own special day. For receiving the honors, he won the hard way. I thanked the mayor and said I was glad he found a word to rhyme with witty, and I didn't mean pretty. Everyone laughed. The world loves a winner. The mayor said, Promise me you'll have a heavyweight title bout in Chicago. Chicago is a good place for a fight. I said I'd agree if the proceeds went to help the Nation of Islam build a hospital dreamed of by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. The mayor also assigned Pat Patterson, a city policeman, as my permanent bodyguard. Chicago politics had changed, but there were those who stayed the same. Two days later, I received a letter from someone who had seen the event on television. You. A draft-dodging nigger gets a hero's welcome while there are thousands of Vietnam vets who are sightless or badly maimed. If there is really a God in heaven, one day you will be stood up against a wall and shot. Don't be so sure someone won't do it before your next fight, you black bastard. Wow. Wow. So intense. It's tense. And if you could see, I just picked the, the shortest of the many, many clips that I saved. Because um, that one already tells you how good the reader is, that he makes the different voices depending on who's talking. 
if you liked it and if you like listening to book in general or just reading book and you say you don't have the time with this is really really easy so go to audibletrial.com slash double espresso amazing and now let's dive deeper into our lives simone what's happening into your life I'll be super brief, like not so much is happening at the moment. Uh, life in hell, so uh, Ryan leaving at the airport is now over and I feel like I don't have so much work. Uh, which means, well, you work like 20 million hours a day before. so Yes, exactly. So I went from, you know, 16 to 18 hours a day to normal eight hours a day. So I feel like I have all this energy that I'm not using. So I'm rediscovering old projects. So, for example, now I'm exploring the possibility of reinstalling uh, Lake Komotais, which was a startup I worked at like a few years back because now the world changed. So it's a startup where we would sell silk ties from Italy. And now with Instagram, with automated, with automated um, Facebook ads, it's a bit easier, I think, yeah. uh, than it was a few, few years back. So let's see if we can restart that. And then also I started consulting a bit more um, agencies or um, you know, clients around the world. So it's my own private company. And I already have two clients in a few weeks. Uh, the idea, though, is that you know, we need to find something, probably also with Claudio together, <laughs> something that we can do so that we don't have to pay the loan or we don't have to pay much, you know, that we can get money on the side, basically. So what that... But you can just work for fun, exactly. pretty much. Yeah, so um, we need to think about that. Another thing I... But do you, have, do you have your own website? How do you advertise your uh, consulting project? No, no, no. It's just through friends of friends right now. It's fine. Like, I don't want... Because, again, I don't want to make... I don't want to work too much. Like, that's not uh, a thing I can do so much because I need really to concentrate a lot. So I don't want to advertise it too much. For now, it's enough what I'm, what I'm doing. So you're tapping into the power of your network. Yes, that's, that's a very nice way of saying that. Um, then, well, one thing that Ryan and his Chinese friends have left me is the hot water thingy, which is I now drink a lot of hot water. So not any more cold iced water, but hot water. So I boil the water in the evening, I put it in the thermos. And when I wake up in the morning, it's the perfect temperature to be drunk. And during the day, I always take now hot water or at least like natural water, like not from from cold, you know, not from the same cold anyway. And it's just something that Chinese nice. people do. Yeah. And I got used to it and I really like it a lot. Um, so that's just something I'm doing these days. <laughs> I told you there's not much going on in my life. <laughs> no, but I actually I don't I don't I do the same. I I always prefer the environment like temperature, not the free exactly or exactly or very cold drinks. Uh, but I used to so. drink very cold drinks, so that for me changed a bit. And uh, well, there's some you know theory behind it that it helps digest. It's easier to you know it doesn't bother your stomach so much. So I sort of believe into that. And uh, but no tea. You, you don't drink tea? Uh, or yes, I actually started water. to drink tea as well. Uh, less coffee. And my wife now, it calls me her Chinese husband. Because uh. I do all these different <laughs> things. 
and uh, and I actually started on Duolingo to study Chinese because now Duolingo has Chinese. So very very basic, but you know, just to see what, how. What can you tell us? Nothing nihao. at the moment. Yeah, nihao. Is that's, it? That's all I can say at the moment. So not not very good. Started means I downloaded the app again and uh, reinstalled the app. So I will <laughs> I will start again. It is a start. It yes. is a start. And then I almost completed my 2017 resolution and I'm getting excited about next year's ones, but I'm not going to talk about it now because we will have an episode about it, but just to tell you I made it. And uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I think I'm a bit worried because love, family, kids, career, friends, everything is really good right now. It's almost perfect. So I'm a bit, this feeling, I, is this the con before the storm or is it just that it's actually starting to work everything that we're preaching? I don't know, you know, so I don't know. It, it looks good. It looks good. It, it looks good. It feels good. Challenges it, will, will, will come, but you, I think you've done a good job this year. Yeah, I think so too. So I'm, I'm pretty happy right now and hopefully it will go like that until the end of the year. But that's all. That's all for me, Claudio. I know a lot is happening in New York. So let's go with your cousin. So you wanted the storm? Here is the storm. <laughs> <laughs> let's start with the calm thing. So I've been uh, using a to-do app for uh, a long time now, I think five, five, four or five years, to Toodle-do. And now in a week, I've been changing into this new one that is called Todoist. Mm -hmm. And I love it. I love it. Their app is amazing. I'm not sure if you installed it. It's uh, The app is really cool. No, there's a little bit of gamification. Oh, there's a little bit of gamification, but it's so easy to add tasks in there and uh, uh, reschedule it, but it's uh, the way it's it's made. I mean, it made, it made me really productive. It's very easy to switch from work today to my private life, what I have to do today. I really, really like what it. What makes it's it easy better to share. than, uh, you know, just reminders? Because the phone, I just, you know, tell Siri, you know, remind me to call this person tomorrow at 9 a.m. And it just does it. I like this one because I can divide into project. I can, uh, when I have a to-do, for example, that I just have to wait a colleague to do something, I put in a, a label that is like waiting. Mm. And now I know everything I'm waiting for other people. So it's easy for me not to drop, you know, just because I told you on an email, Simone, I need this. Until you send it to me, it's not done. True. So Absolutely I can, true. Yeah. I can, yeah. I, I can track that very fast and it's uh, it has been very, very easy to to track this thing. So I, I it's been working for me. And uh, so, but it was is, very... is, this, is this really the thing you start from? Like when we talk about your casa? <laughs> well, this is I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, because there's has uh, been a, a lot of projects in there ah, now. They're okay. connected yeah, to the okay. next thing. There's a a lot of things to do in my life okay you said everything is calm and yeah. things so in my life there's a lot of changing happening so uh, this episode is about questions and i got the chance to ask the, the question. major question a man can ask in his life so 
Do you remember the lady in the previous episode that I say, you know, I found this girl and... Uh, it was yeah. three weeks. So, uh, yeah, you got three weeks you knew each other at the last episode. Exactly. And then nine weeks into knowing each other, I just four days into my 40th, year to, uh, 40th birthday, so before turning 40, I kneel like Jon Snow didn't and I did that and I asked the question will you marry me and she said yes right she said yes she said yes oh my god congrats I mean of course I know about it but congrats another time thank you thank you and uh, that's why I needed to do app because there's a lot to organize now apparently (laughs) there's uh, yeah but we have been extremely happy and uh, everything is pretty cool. But cool. let's go really to cool. the next one. So we'll talk more about love in another episode. We need too too much time. Yeah, but actually what, what's going on also in my life is that I'm waiting to buy the ticket to come to New York for the wedding. Woo-hoo. Exactly. So, <laughs> so that is really uh, waiting for that. Let's see. If you click enough on audibletrial.com slash devil espresso. Actually, yes, please, people. You should gift me the ticket to go <laughs> to Claudia's wedding. Audibletrial.com slash How many clicks? How many clicks we need? How many people? A uh, hundred about. <laughs> yes, please share share the link. And uh, we need 100 people to send Simona to New York. Yes. Anyway, talking about traveling, I was in San Francisco last week. Uh, it was work, Thanksgiving. Uh, and there was this accident at the airport that kind of inspired this podcast. We will tell more about the accident later. Uh, but who really, truly inspired this podcast is Tony Robbins. So Tony Robbins, we already did an episode about him. And mm-hmm. next week, I'm traveling to Florida to date with Destiny. That is his number one seminar, the seminar that is supposed to transform your life. So I'm very excited. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, from the first seminar after that, you were so sure that your life is going to change and now you're getting married. So I'm just waiting. What will the next seminar do to you even more? It was all because you, of course, we're going to talk about it in the podcast. So no, definitely a huge transformation from the first one. And now this one, I'm, uh, I've, I don't, I don't want to say I have huge expectations, but I'm, I'm sure it's going to, it's going to be a lot of work. And uh, in preparation uh, to this event, I'm actually reading, and I'm almost done. I'm like uh, maybe 20 pages into uh, the end. uh, The Tony Robbins book, Awaken the Giant Within. And uh, in the book, they talk about the importance of questions. And uh, so that's how I got inspired. And uh, and it's funny. I mean, I'll tell you later the old story, but it's uh, it's, it's really funny how the old thing was inspired by that. But I'll say, let's really go into the episode. As I was saying, this episode inspired by Tony Robbins' uh, uh, book, Awaken the Giant Within, uh, Chapter 8, Questions are the Answer. Mm -hmm. I added this into my resolution for next year. I'm already preparing as December is coming. So what I do in December, I start looking back, uh, you know, if I achieve my resolution for this year and I start to plan my next year. And uh, one of the focus I wanted to work on next year was to ask better question, more empowering question, 
so I already started practicing as a warm-up in, uh, in December. And uh, it's already my to-do list, the Todoist app. And, uh, and again, questions is not just about asking questions to you, for example, or to friends or at work, but it's also about questions that we ask to ourselves. So when we wake mm-hmm. up in the morning, what is the question that starts your day? You know, do you start with, is it raining or how can I make this day amazing? Yeah, because the quality of life really depends on the quality of your questions that you ask yourself and also that you ask the others. I mean, you know, people say, oh, this might sound as a stupid question. They also say there's no stupid question, but really you, that there's wrong question in a way. So you make a wrong question, you will get a wrong answer. So for example, your, is it raining? And, uh, you know, will it rain the whole day? Well, that's just, you know, it's just for you on how to dress. But, you know, if you keep on thinking about the whole day, you know, just is it raining? It will not really make your day better because that's how the mind works, right? So also when thinking about the past, it just replace good and bad events all the time in your, in your head until you make your own story out of it. And the questions that you ask about, you know, what happened and how was it? Is it then, you know, it turns into what you really remember from that, from that event. Yeah. And imagine now if you think about the weather, okay. So the question, is it raining? Are you looking for an excuse not to do something? Or is the question is like, uh, what can I do today, no matter what's the weather? Or uh, does it matter if it's raining? You know, like there's different ways to look at this. So are you asking an empowering question? That's how Tony says in the book, or a disempowering question? Absolutely. uh, And there was this one that you were telling me about, um, for example, your mother asked, and, uh, and you know, just uh, you, you can say what it was like, uh, what, what your mother asked when you go downtown. Yeah, every time we need to go somewhere, my mom asks, will we find the parking spot? Yes. Be- before even leaving, before even leaving. Like, yes, and st- that's like another thing about the whole traveling, which is just a st- continuous stress about, will we find a parking spot? Will we find a parking spot? So even the trip to go downtown, is already stressing you before you even got there while you know you can change the question ask a better question which is like how do we make the best out of being there for example and yeah, this but, is just, but yeah also when you focus on that guess what you don't find the parking spot because your focus <laughs> is that there is no parking spot and guess what your brain doesn't look for it if your focus is like i'm sure i'm gonna find a parking spot in front of the place well, you might be surprised. I start to believe in this. You will find a parking spot in front of the place. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, and today, actually, because, I mean, we, we had to do this episode, so I started also to, to, to train more about it. And this morning I asked, uh, so I was talking on the phone with a friend and I was just like, so how are you? And she was like, no, like, okay. And, and then I right, right away was like, so I'm sorry. Like, that's a stupid question. Like just, you know, just general, how are you? It's what can she say? Like, you know, it's, it was more of a work related phone call. So I had more to ask, like, for example, so how did you start your day? For example, like what, you know, what are you going to do today to make it amazing? That's maybe a bit too much for work <laughs> related, but that's a way better question than just a simple, how are you? Where you don't even expect them to answer. You just want to get to what you actually want to talk about. Yeah, sometimes we don't have the time. You know, you cannot ask uh, all the time, what's your goal for 2018 if you have it? No, it's true. Yeah. But 
But in general, we have a lot of autopilot questions that we ask, you know, how are you doing? And uh, what was it that you said in, about Finland that people ask, how long have you been in Finland? And then yes, no matter what you answer, yeah. if you answer a week, 20 years, they don't, it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. After, yeah, 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 exactly. So it doesn't, you know, how long have you lived here? 10 years. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. So what, <laughs> you know, what, what, what it is that you want to know? So for example, you know, a better question to ask, you know, an expat or someone who lives abroad is like, so what, what is it that you love about this country? You know, that's, that's actually a very good question, you know, and then you get a better answer than just a number that you just do nothing with it, you know? Yeah, I, it's the power of when you ask a good question, you first you learn something eventually and you get the other person the chance to clarify some of the thought that they have in their mind. Maybe they haven't even thought about what do they like about this country. And uh, so it's uh, it's very interesting how much you can discover just by asking better questions. At the end of the day, successful people, the difference with with other people is that they ask better questions and uh, as a result they get better answers it's just all in this simple thing asking better questions and it's really it's it's really all around also like yourself so for example like when you think you know i haven't done anything today still another day you know what happened why did i not make anything today you know i don't have the time all of this but it's like is that the question that you need to ask or is it for example like what have i accomplished today so it's completely different mindset so let's say you have done you know one thing you still had time to do you didn't have the time but you can concentrate on the one that you did well and also feel better about that and not feel depressed about all of those that you still need to do and then in the morning for example is what am i going to do today what am i going to focus on where i'm going to put my power on and it cannot be that there's the whole thing that you need to do because everybody has infinite things to take care of but as Claudio already said many times you need to focus and I think actually Tony Robbins I have it here somewhere Tony Robbins also mentions three the most three powerful questions you can ask yourself which is what are you going to focus on what is the meaning you're going to give to things and what are you going to do about it so you have perfectly the beginning. So what are you going to focus on? You cannot focus on everything. So you need to decide every day what's your focus. What meaning is also, um, you, I actually remember, I think we talked about it when you talked about the Tony Robbins uh, seminar. So the meanings is like how important it is on my list. So, so I'm, am I going to feel sad, depressed, stressed if that is not going to come to completion or if something happens to it or is actually not that important when you think of a bigger scale in your life and what are you going to do about it is that once you have your focus clear on something and you decided the meaning that so is it the focus is on this particular thing the meaning is very important what are you going to do about it so are you actually going to act on it or are you keep on just complaining about that nothing is happening and this is just, you know, this is just the question that you ask yourself. And it could really well be that you start the day like that. Yeah, no, the, the, definitely, definitely powerful. And the more, the more I think about it, one example for me was also, you know, I, I feel that I'm, I think, outside the box. And uh, how I see it now, if people tell me, like, you can't do this all my life, you know, a lot of people, they go, like, okay, I can't do this. And to me, my mind was like, uh, but why I can't do this? 
<laughs> so there was a there was a question, you know, and then like followed by another one. That's like, what if I do it? What, exactly. what, what, what will happen? And that's how in my life I've been taking different path in a way, just because the simple question, but why, why I cannot do it and uh, and and doing things slightly differently just because of this question instead of like, OK, can't do it now. I put a question, but why not? And uh, yeah, and and this is, for example, let's talk. We talked also in the past about losing weight or dieting. So that is also like that also comes from the question that like, so why can I never lose weight? Well, is that your focus is what's the meaning you're giving to that losing weight? Is it important to you? So what are you actually doing about it? So with those three questions, you really get to the core of everything. So probably if you cannot lose weight, there is something, you know, wrong with your rituals, you know, with your daily things that you're doing. Yeah, but see, if you stop at the question why I cannot lose weight, that's not very empowering. So if no. you change it into like, a, what is the one thing I can do today to do something that will get me closer? Change exactly. breakfast. Exactly. Uh, don't eat the energy don't bar. Don't eat the Pepsi. Like today I thought I took a Pepsi Max and it was actually normal Pepsi. And at the end I almost died thinking all the sugar that I <laughs> ingested. Um, how about also um, journaling? Yeah, journaling, uh, apparently a lot of successful people, they do journaling, they, they write a journal. And at the end of the day, what is journaling? You're answering the question uh, in the five minute uh, diary. The, I have the app on my phone. They ask every day in the morning, what are you grateful for? What will I do to make today great? And, uh, and then at the end of the day, you know, what did I accomplish today? And how could I have made my day better? And so, uh, so um, I, I don't do journaling. I don't know if you do it. Yes. Do you, yeah, no, I was asking you. So do you do journaling or not? I, I used to do it like a, a little bit, but not so much. So I don't, mm. I don't have a diary and uh, I'm planning to. Maybe it's going to be my resolution for next year. But I, I haven't found it uh, so far. I write a lot in general, but yeah. I, don't, I don't do journaling. Yeah, I also like have a bit of problems because, uh, I, as we said many times before, it's all excuses what I'm not going to say to you. And I recognize that I am like, I can recognize when I start to tell excuses. <laughs> so the That's first good. excuse. That's good. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first excuse is that I don't like journaling in an app because it's too close to all the social media and everything else. And the other is that I don't really like to write by hand. So the two don't really go together and that's it. And it's bullshit. So I don't know why I don't do journaling, but, uh, you know what, for example, you know, one of the rituals that I had in the mornings now is always reading the daily stoic, uh, the book and that I like that because then when I put down the book, usually I'm thinking about the day and how can I apply what I just read to the day. So it's a bit like, you know, what can I do today to make it great or to make it more stoic basically so it's it's a sort of mental journaling and then uh, in the evening actually with my wife we ask each other a lot because because uh, um, well I have this feeling that she needs that even more than me <laughs> which is bullshit because I also need it uh, but I also I always ask her so what what what's three things that happened today that you're grateful for Nice. And uh, and then I usually start by saying what things that I have done or I think I have accomplished during that day. 
and you go to sleep that you're really happy, like that you are in this state of happiness, sort of like that, that you feel that actually today was a good day after all. And, uh, and we also started, uh, I don't know why I started to talk about this, doesn't matter with the episode, but I'm just telling you because I forgot, we started to do meditation together. So that's also in a way journaling because that's where, you know, the, the guy asks if from, from Headspace. So in the evening, the guy often asks, think about today, think about like how it was or the day in front of you. Um, but so, so how do you do, how do you do it? Do you do it together? Yeah. So we are in the, usually in the living room, she tries to go always to the bed, but I know that she does it so that she can sleep during meditation, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we do it on the sofa usually. And, uh, you know, with the app, uh, headspace and we just do it together. So, you know, you just turn on the headspace and it's 10 minutes, it's 10 minutes per day. It's really not long. And before going to sleep, uh, it's, it's easier and especially easier in those weeks where we don't watch TV. Like this is a no, no TV week. So this oh, is, do you have, do you have a rule? So that's well, we the, have usually, yeah, we usually as when we finish one TV series, we have one or two weeks with no, with no television. Nice. Uh, cause the tech, yeah. Cause the TV series, usually that's you, you come home, you just wait to go and back and watch those episodes it's like a drug. So now we have two weeks of television. So we do all this kind of other stuff, talking with each other, <laughs> meditating, uh, you know, make love, all everything that you, you might postpone because of TV series. So two questions here. It's like, will I survive without TV for two weeks? Or what amazing things can I do into my life exactly, if I don't watch TV exactly, for two weeks? Claudia. Yes, it's not about, oh my God, what are we going to do? if we don't watch TV. No, it's like, think of all the possibilities that you have with no TV. So what can we do to make it even better? Exactly. And it's all question. And it's just, it's, it's, it's incredible. When you really start to think about it, uh, how many things you can get out of question. There is, there is one um, Tim Ferriss episode, so podcast, uh, and it's the only one without Tim Ferriss. And it's with uh, Larry King. I, I'm going to put it in the note. So Larry King talks about all his years. It's, it's a very, very cool uh, podcast. Tal talks all about his years as an interviewer. He's interviewed more than was it 3,000 people or something. And one thing he's, he's saying often is that the question make the interview. So if he would have ever interviewed Bin Laden, he said he would have never asked, you know, why did you kill all those people? And he says that he goes crazy when he, he hears sports, uh, sports journalists asking someone who just won, how does it feel to win? It's like, that's so, the wrong question, because how do you think it feels? How can you even express it into words when the whole life you've been just thinking of that goal? So the better questions is to start from the past. So, for example, to Bin Laden, he would ask, how was your childhood? How, you know, how were your parents? And, you know, who, whose love you crave the most, like these sort of questions. And to the sports person, he would be like, when was the first time you dreamt about playing, for example, football? And then you get to the, you know, he could remember, he will tell you the truth. Like, oh, when I was a kid, this was my dream and now I'm here. But if you ask, how does it feel? Oh, it feels amazing. You know, like you won't get anything more than that. So the power of questions is really, really, like, you know, yeah. all there is to storytelling. And, and I want to go back to your life when you uh, shared today, you know, that everything is fine in your life. I'm, I'm sure and I can challenge you. There's millions of problems also in your life. 
But the way, <laughs> the way you frame them, you know, like you don't focus like, oh my God, what am I going to do about this? But it's like, what can I learn from this? Interesting challenge. Let me see. And so a different approach because we all have problems. If you were, So of I have a lot course, of friends of course. complaining about, oh my God, this problem and this problem. Like, well, guess what? Everybody has it and everybody has millions of problems. And uh, the way you approach them then define the quality of your life think so, that that when you ask people nowadays in Finland how like you know how's life all they can say is it's bad because of the weather it's bad because it's dark it's bad because there's snow and rain in the street it's like really like like you yeah, know, what am i going to do about it drinking ex- yeah also but you know the thing is that like that, that that's not your life that's just an environment you know it, you know it's so much different than than your life actually Yeah. So, um, continuing in our notes. Sorry, I have been digressed here. That's fine. Um, That's fine. This power is of a friends. Pod- podcast about nothing in general. So we just pretend hey, that we. You about mentioned you mentioned about an airport story that has that has impacted or has inspired this episode. So, what did you ask to make your life better? Yes. So let me tell you this. I was uh, having dinner with my fiance. And, oh. uh, and uh, we were talking I mean, about. Aren't you, I mean, you sending? I mean, you sending kisses today? No, no, I did it <laughs> in the morning when I left home. We lived the together. The last episode so. was like Mwah. <laughs> kisses too. <laughs> I don't think she has installed the app or listened to this podcast, so it's gonna be wasted anyway. <laughs> wasted kiss. <laughs> So anyway, sorry. Tell me. But the story, the story is this. So we discussed about dinner. You also asked me the question. You know, is it worth to go to the seminar? Will, yes. Will you will you go again? And I said, you know what? Yes, because uh, even though, and again, there's a lot of people with um, that they're struggling in life. They could uh, find a lot of benefits. But I can tell you that in my uh, situation now, Tony Robbins really helped to focus to reshape my life, my priorities. And uh, again, we, we want to find this project, me and you. How do we make our million uh, euro a month or dollars? And uh, so you definitely need to change something. And we're looking at what can we change? How can we develop to get to the level? So end of the dinner, she's not so convinced. But we go to the airport to catch a flight. Our flight was at midnight. And we get to the airport around 9.30. So mm-hmm. two hours and a half before the flight. Past the security, I look at the my phone to see the gate, and the flight is delayed two hours. So San Francisco, New York, it means that we will not gonna make it Monday morning to New York. We were to come to uh, la- lunchtime, and she was supposed to be in New York early morning. She got desperate, like, "Oh my God, what we're gonna do?" I can't breathe. Focus. What can we do now? So we have. Two options. Either we book another flight. So I look at the screen. Is there any other company going to New York right now? If you need to go tomorrow morning, that's the only chance. But I also saw that the same company we were flying, JetBlue, had another flight delayed also that was supposed to be uh, gone, but it was still at the gate. So we run to the gate and we ask, is there a space? Can we be in standby? So standby in US, you are pretty much in a list, waiting list uh, to be boarded. And then I say, yeah, yeah, we can put you in the waiting list. And I'm thinking, okay, so waiting list, we have no status with mm-hmm. this company. So meaning that 
now everybody will find we're the first one here but in 10 minutes everybody will find out about the other flight and they will come here to be on the waiting list and it's not first one for serve it's like you know if you have a lot of points good membership of course, of course you're of first course. so i look at amanda uh, that there was the girl behind the counter said amanda if you were us what would you do to be certain to be in this flight and get to New York tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. And she <laughs> said, oh, simple. I will pay $50 to be certain to be in this flight. And I was like, oh, oh is this it's simple? It's only $50? Yeah, boom, here it is. <laughs> here is $50. And then my fiance was like smiling. She was so happy. Finally, you know, she could get, she had a very important meeting in the morning. And I look at her and I say, this is why you go to Tony Robbins seminar. Yeah, yeah, so, it's it's really good. It's really good. At the end of the day, it was uh, it was not, you know, I didn't panic when the flight. At the end of the day, the flight was delayed five hours. The other one, so it was like a disaster. And uh, with this other one that we took, we were one hour earlier, so it was even better nice. than even better. Uh, yeah. than uh, the, the the beginning. But it was, you know, focus. What can I do? And but, run it, make it happen, and asking the good questions. That happens all the time also like at work, like what you just said, like not don't panic, especially, and it's a very, it's a, it comes also from the stoic. It's like, if you cannot control it, right? So what can you do? And if you lose focus, if you just panic, oh my God, this happened, now we're fucked. All right, calm down, breathe. What could we do to have the outcome that we desire, right? There is always, always, always a possibility. So what Claudio was saying at the beginning, you know, when people say, oh, you can't do that or, oh, that's, oh, I've heard so many times that that's impossible. And that's actually, well, look at that. It's actually very possible. Like, oh, no, no, but that goes against the rules. That goes blah, blah, blah. It's, it's usually very possible. You just need to want it and just need no. to find the way. And then again, you know, it was like, uh, there's always the element of luck, but it, there was also the element of uh, running and going there and see what can I do? I have one hour. You know, this other flight is leaving. But you in see, an hour. wait a second. It's it's luck, but then again, is it though? Because there were all these other all these other persons as well waiting. Maybe other people who wanted to change, but none of them has asked the right question. And the right question was to ask her. So, if you would be me, what would you do in my situation? Because she knew the answer because she worked there. So you asked no, a very good question. That's true. But if uh, four people before me had asked the same question, we would not be on the that's plane. That's unfortunately so. is the problem we're going to have with this podcast because everyone is going to ask the right questions and they're going to take our flight. <laughs> they're going to take our seats. <laughs> no, but think about if everyone would ask the right questions, you know, if people would not panic or, you know, after... You know, after a, a project, after a, an event, something, you know, asking yourself, okay, it's it was a success or it was a failure, whatever. But like, okay, what could I have done differently to get a better outcome? No matter how it went, that's a super important question. So yeah. little people are asking. Yeah. Like, how, how do you learn to be better if you don't ask yourself how to get better? Even if it was a success, even if everyone's happy. Yeah, how, and I can tell what you. What could I have done? To, Tuomo, one of the founder of the company, worked for smartly. So every single meeting you go, he will go out of the meeting and ask, even if you were hired for two days in the company, will ask you, what can I have done better? 
Like, really? It's, That's really it's cool. just amazing. It's just amazing. That's really cool. And, That's really uh, cool. And by the way, thank you. Thank you. Tuomo and everyone is smartly because I am at smartly right now. I am in a, in a room. I don't know how's the echo here, but I came here to work today at your office in Helsinki because, uh, well, I have a lot of friends here. So I just came here to work and I was like, ah, I'm just going to do the podcast from here. It's fine. <laughs> so I hope, so I hope. The I first uh, pons- the first podcast was sponsored by uh, Smartly. Uh, Smartly. True, <laughs> true. true. Um, but anyway, action points. Action we... point. Action points. So, so not to make it too long as usual. Exactly. So, first of all, if you have questions that you're asking to yourself or other people, come to our Facebook uh, and tell Instagram us. and tell us. So, what yeah. questions are you asking yourself, or are you asking the others to help them getting unstuck or to unstuck yourself from situations? And I do have a question for you if you're listening now. Why are you listening to the Double Espresso Show? That's the answer I want to know in our Facebook. Great. And also, uh, we have a set of questions for you to ask constantly to yourself, uh, especially in moments of stress. So how can I make this day great? Or what can I do to make somebody happy? And what is great about this problem I'm having? Because there's always a good side about everything. You just need to find it. Yeah, when somebody's annoying you, like, what is this person trying to teach me? That's, you know, there's always, because if you get annoyed, there's something about you that got annoyed. It's not the other, don't blame the other person. They didn't do anything. They could speak even Chinese. It's you that you are interpreting, like, I mean, Russian, whatever language. It's that you are interpreting it in a certain way. So what is this person teaching you that you should know about yourself to be a better person? And I just want to add about the second point. So what can I do to make somebody happy? So I think I have that sort of natural instinct that I I'm curious. I'm very curious. I just want to, and I, I like when other people smile and are happy and I try to do that. A lot. So when I feel a bit, uh, you know, like, okay, now I'm a bit tired. I don't really feel like working anymore. I usually go to my colleagues and I bother them <laughs> in a way, but I just make them smile. I try to make them laugh, especially, for example, I like to go to this administration's office. There's like five uh, ladies there, like a bit older, and I have a lot of fun there. It always makes my day a bit better. And I think I make also their day a bit better. And well, now it just happened that they helped me a lot in one case that they really, I didn't even talk about it with them, but because of all the times I go there and we make each other's day better. Now they actually, it was their own, their own decision to decide to help me. They saw that I was a bit in trouble and that would have not happened if I didn't decide to make their day better. So I didn't ask myself, Hey, what can I do today to, you know, make someone a bit happier or to make my day better. And those questions will really change your life. At least they did to me like this this month as well. Yeah, and I'll, I'll go back to the airport story, okay? So uh, Leah, my fiance, asked me, how do you do this? Because with whatever I talk to, I built instantly report, you know, with the guys at the counter, there was this, I think his name was Bernard. And uh, I said a joke about... Uh, that it was our honeymoon, about, you know, we need to be in New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. they they laughed. You know, everybody's pressing and screaming at them. And even even Leah, she she wasn't 
when she asked, she I don't want to say she wasn't kind, but you know, she wasn't she didn't she was put stressed. it in that. She was stressed. She yeah, was yeah, stressed. Yeah. Yes. And I, and I kind of smoothed it up and uh, well, guess what? I'll tell you what. So, we ask is there at the end when we got the boarding pass, we ask can we actually sit together? And I said, well, it's not possible, you know, like uh, yeah. you already got lucky that you got on yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we go, okay. We go to buy some uh so Leah said, okay, I'll buy you whatever you want. And uh, because you got me on this flight. And I said, well, can I have pistachio? Like, that's all I want. <laughs> and uh, so we get called, like, Claudia, Santori, Leah, come to the gate. And then it's like, fuck, they cancel our flight. Yeah, they cancel, yeah. We run there. And the guy smiling is like, oh, I got you two seats together. Nah, nice, nice, like, nice, nice, nice. Just to tell you that that was free. So, yes, yes. And, and I didn't do, you know, like uh, I didn't ask for it. I didn't, but in a way, just because I wanted to make their life better. I know how stressful it is to work in that situation. Mm. Everybody's just screaming at you. Fuck you. I want to be on this plane. You don't know where am I, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, so, so also in that way, you know, in a way, like your attitude, because that comes also naturally to, to us, which is true. But it's also that the attitude was how can I make the best out of this situation? So would it, like, actually one thing that I say a lot at home when sometimes we, you know, you start to maybe raise your voice a bit too much to the kids. So what I say is that like, let's not add drama to drama. You know, the kids are already crying. You by screaming, just add drama to drama basically, you know? So you can, I actually believe in raising the voice sometimes. I don't think you you know, I just do that, but I do it in situation where no one else is sort of screaming. Otherwise, there's no point. Otherwise, it's just a screaming competition. <laughs> but like, it's not even screaming, just raising the voice a bit. But that's the thing. So that's the same. So how do you make the best out of that situation? So if everyone's crying, there's no point of shouting. Like, it just adds drama to drama. So when everyone's crying, I'm talking crying because I have two small kids. <laughs> but like, when everyone's crying, what can you do is to, you know, try to calm the whole everybody down, take it from another angle and make the best out of it. You know, make them laugh, do something. Because often, you know, I mean, kids are kids. So, uh, and that did the same. So how did you make the best out of that situation? So you, you ask that unconsciously almost, you know, like, well, I, because really what, you know, what comes is like, come on, I want my, you know, I want my seat, I want my flight. But you said it in a very nice way and made them laugh. That's how it goes. And again, luck, but also not luck. So it's exactly. a combination of uh, skills, luck, and asking the right questions. Absolutely. And I am done for this I'm episode. Done. I'll done. say uh, let's move to the last section uh, with a jingle. Absolutely. The books we are reading. What do you mean books? What books? Does anyone read books anymore? Right, I'm reading two books and one is amazing. So one, I, I want almost to make an episode about it, which is A Curious Mind, The Secret to a Bigger Life by Brian Grazer. Uh -huh. This book, I'm actually listening to it on Audible. Uh, it's read by the same guy who read Shoe Dog. So a part that the guy reads beautifully, it's a bit weird because the first half of the book I, I felt like it was still Phil King the CEO of Nike oh. <laughs> talking about it but it's about curiosity 
So, and I see myself so much in this guy. So basically the guy says, he doesn't have maybe, you know, an incredible intelligence, incredible talents, but he's incredibly curious. And, and once your curiosity, like your, your curiosity can actually drive your career and your life. What does it mean? Is that you're so curious about things that you want to know the core, the essence of things and minds and also the essence of people. And so when you're curious about people, you actually care when they talk. So you actually listen to them, which is not what many people do. And then also, for example, at work or in general, you know, you read something and you're like, okay, I want to know more about this because I'm curious about it. And there's nothing else but curiosity that drives that. And you find that you know then so much about so many different topics. So for example, I would be totally curious to talk to people that I hate or that I don't agree with, let's say. So Trump voters or a Nazi crazy person, I would totally love to have lunch with these people because it would open up a world that I don't know. You know, it would make me look outside the bubble. But also, like, I was a guy who, when I was a kid, <laughs> my mom would get very angry when she got to know, for example, that I would go to my friend's place, maybe 10-year-old, 8-year-old, and I would just open all the drawers in their homes. And my friend would maybe be in his room, and I would be around the house opening drawers, and then the parent would come there and say, like, what are you doing? And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just checking what you have <laughs> in the drawers. That is and weird. It's very weird, but it's just that I'm curious. I'm just so curious. So we talk often with our friends because they say like, oh, you and Claudio, it's so easy for you to network. I think we're just very curious people that like when you meet someone, you really want to know, so who is this person? What drives them? You know, what make them tick? And then you get a connection because you find asking the right questions, you find what makes them click. I remember one question we often asked I don't know if you remember this. I still ask it when I meet people. When I'm like, so what do you do? And they start talking about work and you can see their faces getting boring. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want to know what you do as work if it's something because you're not so passionate about. I want to know what you do. So what makes you alive? What's your passion? So what do you do when you go outside your office? And they're always like, oh my God, this guy actually wants to know about me. Not that I'm an accountant in this company. Yeah. And I still ask that. I still ask that, especially if I know where they work. So I don't care that they're a project manager because I know what they do. So I want to care. So what do you do outside work? So that's the one I'm reading. Awesome. I'm going to, I already saved a few pieces, few parts I'm going to play in the future. A Curious Mind, The Secret to a Bigger Life. And the other one is a fantasy because I always mix the two, uh, non-fiction and fiction, and is The Way of Kings. But I cannot say much about it because I just started. And unfortunately, I'm only at my book number 25 this year, and I thought I could read 35 books, but I've been a bit lazy, I have to say. So I've, You also have 25? I have 25. No, I have 23, but with these two that I'm going to finish in the next couple of weeks, it's going to be 25 in you know next couple of weeks. Why? You have 25? I have 25. I finished oh. one e- yesterday. So, and uh, Tony will be 26. So, the Tony one, Awaken the Giant Within, I'm three chapter to the end. And uh, so, it's going to be 26th. Uh, amazing, but we will tell more about it in the next episode after a date with Destiny. 
And the one yes. I have read, it's Secret of Power Negotiating for Salespeople by oh. Roger Dawson. That is a very specific title. <laughs> it is very specific. And the reason why I read it, it's because I'm currently negotiating a big deal for our company and uh, uh, we don't negotiate on price. So there's a great discussion. So it's very... Yeah. Very interesting, and it's been very, not challenging, very actually rewarding so far. And uh, let's see, I don't have good news yet. I have uh, news, interesting news, but let's yeah, wait a little bit more for the, yeah. for the great news. Uh, that will come. Let's yeah. believe in it. Let's just ask the right questions. Absolutely. And negotiation is about asking questions, right? So what it's is really, it your leverage? What do you want? What do you want, you know, back? Yeah, when they ask, so let's say they ask, you know, we want to try your service for free for uh, a month, not just one week. And yeah. then you will go, uh, you, you, you don't say, no, it's not possible. But you ask them, why do you need to try for a month? Yeah. And then they will go, oh, we want to see that uh, your level of service is at uh, what we require. And then you can go, like, oh, you don't really need a month. Let me connect you with the Bank of America that is our client. And you can talk mm. to them and they will tell you that the level of service is outstanding. And I have 20 million videos of testimonials saying this. So what else do you need to know in these three months? Uh, and then they will tell you this, this and that. So... If you, again, ask this question, you don't start to say, no, it's not possible, but you want to understand why. And uh, and then they will tell you and maybe have a better answer than giving them something for free. And maybe they will be happy anyway because they're okay. So I don't need actually the two months. So great. Absolutely. So that's amazing, amazing times to be alive. Absolutely. Hey, Claudio, thank you. Just to, just to tell our... our Listeners, we will record the next episode with two guests about how to raise confident girls in this very badly male-dominated society. And the next one, then after that, will probably be the Tony Robbins episode. And after that, our resolution for 2017 and 2018. So Amazing. a lot, a lot, a lot is coming. Stay tuned. Thank you for being with us today. Talk to you soon. Uh, Ciao. Enjoy life. Ciao.